1: And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for
0: us. History Makers. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. Today we're speaking to Seth, the bass player for Need to Breathe.
1: And their blockbuster 2014 album Rivers in the Wasteland was very popular here. It landed the band Need to Breathe their first ever Grammy Award nomination for the hit song, Multiplied, and many people uh, are big fans of the single, Brother, as well, which also topped the Billboard's Hot Christian charts. Now, Need to Breathe are about to launch their next album, and we hear that it's a bit of a different sound this time, so we're joined on the line right now uh, with Seth Bolt, who is bass and vocals for the band Need to Breathe.
2: It's great to be here, and I miss your accent so much. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely loved touring Australia um, last year and, and can't wait to get back. Thanks well, for
0: having me. Well, mate, we both saw you performing alongside Third Day and Levi McGraw when you toured Australia mm. with World Vision uh, last year, and uh, you guys put on such a great live show. Um, how good were the Aussie audiences? Were we the best crowds you've ever performed to? <laughs>
2: Oh, without a doubt. I (laughs) I thought there were going to be riots. (laughs) Well, there might be riots with this new one.
1: (laughs) So tell us uh, about the new album called Hard Love. What's this one about?
2: This one is really, uh, in some ways, I think lyrically, uh, it's the first time we've really started writing some some really, you know, like songs to our our families. Um, We've got really supportive families who, um, you know, who, who don't get a lot of our time because we're on the road. Um, but it's so cool to have the support and to, for me to watch the other guys you know, grow as they have kids and like, the perspectives that we're gaining from family life and from unconditional love and from you know, working through tough situations is, uh, is, is really what came about with the lyrics here. And then in terms of the, uh, the music, it's is totally different.
0: So how is it different from Rivers in the Wasteland? What's the changes that you guys have made?
2: we had, we had this big upswing of inspiration at the end of rivers in the wasteland. Um, that's the last few songs we wrote for the record were multiplied and brother. Um, and then like you mentioned earlier, we had that collaboration with Gavin DeGraw and, um, we, we kind of kept running down that path. Like, and what if, what if we really did try to, um, open up the sound and like go for maybe the, the biggest sound that we've, we've tried to have sonically. Um, and that's, that really led us, um, down the road, uh, for hard love.
0: Now you mentioned the song Brother. Um, man, man, I'll tell you what, that is one of the coolest songs I've ever heard and just gets in your head and you can't stop singing it. Um, and uh, we've chatted to Bear and Bo before, the, the two brothers in the band, and uh, they had a bit of a rocky patch for a while, didn't they? Uh, what was it like in the band when they were at each other's throats?
2: <laughs> well, in one way I'm used to it because I've known them since I was seven years old, and even when we were kids, they would... You know, Bo, the younger brother, would come running past me. Like, their mom would babysit me and uh, watch me after uh, school and stuff. And, and Bear and Bo would be fighting, and Bo would run by and be like, you know, shut the door in Bear's face. And Bear would be like, you better not <laughs> shut the door. So I've been in the middle of things for literally my whole life. Um, but it, it 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 did become really tough, you know, to see two guys who, like, deep down love each other and when, would always have each other's back, just, you know... Um, just lose their way for a little bit, um, and not really you know, and really just uh anger was more of the emotion that they uh that that was home for them instead of the love that uh, they started to embrace at the end of the last record when, when Bo wrote Bo and Bear wrote the song Brother.
1: Yeah, you know it really was inspiring to talk to them and, and hear their story. I know that they sort of had expressed that they really were in a dark place when that album was formed. And, and you know, I guess as kids that's typical brotherly inter- interaction, but you can definitely feel that brotherly love coming out in uh, Rivers in the Wasteland. And I hear that this album, it, it the tone seems a lot more redemptive. So what would you say has been the main inspiration for the songs on this next one?
2: I think the inspirations... Um it was a continuation of that love. And I think, uh, because like I said, it had been, it had been songs about sort of like the, the, the struggles and the toughness, the tough things that we've gone through, um, for, for a long time on, on rivers and the wasteland and even before that. And, uh, we've had, we're having more fun than we've ever had before. And we've really discovered a, a fresh love for one another and a respect for one another. And, uh, so much of that, we, we we are picking up from, from having families and and learning a lot of lessons about, you know, just um, how how to serve one another rather than, um, you know, just fighting like brothers all the time.
1: And, you know, I think that fun that you describe really comes out in the song Happiness. I know that that's uh, uh, hit number two now, I think. Uh, what's your favorite song on the new album? I like
2: the song Money and Fame. I like that one sonically and I like... Uh, or musically, I should say, and I like the song "Clear." Um, lyrically, it's uh, that was a song, a love song that Bo wrote for his wife, and I just got married a month ago. Um, and My my wife and I, we uh, we had our first dance to that song. Oh, lovely! To be able to 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 be making that and finishing that, leading up to our wedding.
0: Did you go to Possum Kingdom exactly. for your uh, for your honeymoon? Or? <laughs> I did not, We although we
2: we did spend our first night in the treehouse that I built uh, <laughs> with my dad last year. Wow. Then we went down to uh,
0: to Mexico and uh, spent, spent some time on the beach. Oh, and that's so cool.
1: It really is cool that uh, Bell Bear grew up in their hometown called Possum Kingdom. Do you have a uh, an interesting hometown name as well at all? Is it, is it a trend in the band? Uh,
2: my hometown is called Walhalla, which is a German word that means Garden of the Gods. Oh. oh. Well, that's still cool. I, I, I remind the guys of that from time to time. I'm like, hey, guys, I know you've got Possum Kingdom, but Garden of the Gods is not, not too bad.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Now, I'd also love to know, I, I know you've toured with, uh, you know, guys like Switchfoot and Third Day and uh, I think Matchbox 20 at one stage. You've, you know, you've played at all sorts of big festivals with all sorts of awesome people. But you toured with Taylor Swift for a while, Tay-Tay. Did you get to hang out with her? What was she like?
2: We did. I mean, she cooked dinner for us. Um, mm. And and like all kinds of stuff, we we did get to hang out, and um, she's really nice. She's a, she's a, as hard of a worker as you can imagine. You know, she's very focused. Every day, works really long days. Uh, I know it takes takes a lot uh, to do what she does. So it was really cool to to be around her and uh, watch the way she operates, and and the way that she she really opened her arms to us and, and so did her fans. And so it was a, a a really unexpected surprise for us.
0: And I've seen her a YouTube clip of her doing a a cover of "Dare You to Move," the Switchfoot song. Um, do you know if she's got any faith?
2: Uh, I I don't. I, I can't really speak for it. I do remember. Uh, was it the time that John Foreman sang with her yeah. on stage, or did she cover it on her own? Yeah, yep. that was cool. That was really cool. I mean, the, the we've. We've not the Switchfoot guys for a while now, um, and they're incredible. And it was really cool. And we've been fans of, of theirs since their first record, literally. Um, so we were on that tour. So we played that same night. that oh. uh, The you the to Move was done by Taylor Swift and John Foreman. Yeah. And uh, it was such a cool thing to see.
1: Seth, tell us a bit about uh, your personal faith story. Now, you've grown up with the boys and you've formed this uh, amazing, successful uh, rock band, Need to Breathe. But what's your personal journey been like?
2: Um, I had I had a really, really great start with supportive parents, um, amazing parents that really demonstrated their, their faith in a genuine way. You know, I, I didn't have an experience where uh, it seemed like it was fake or that, you know, they were one way on Sunday or one day when we went to church, you know, in a different way. I did. I remember, uh, waking up one morning. Oh no, I didn't wake up. So I'd stayed up late. You know how in in school you like wait till the last minute to finish a paper and then you stay up all hours of the night to finish it. So you can turn it in in the morning. That's what I did. And (laughs) one morning I saw my dad, you know, on his knees praying. Um, and this was a time when his, his business had already, um, began to do really well. And, um, you know yet still it was really important to him to uh align himself with God and you know ask for for him to join throughout the day so I had a great a wonderful background um couldn't ask for a better start in life really
0: well, it's inspirational to be able to hear a bit of your story and you know being a you know being in an awesome band like need to be tra- traveling the world uh you're obviously very busy you're on the road all the time. Uh, you know, you've now got a wife, and you, you know, you're, you're trying to juggle your, your, your family time now as well, of course. Uh, but tell us about your personal time with God. Is there a, a, a devotional that you like to read, or is there a, a, a special Bible reading plan that you have? Um, what do you do to have your devotional time with God?
2: Yeah, my wife and I have a couple of different things uh, that we do. We, uh, since we got married a month ago, we are doing a daily devotional for uh, our first year of marriage called Love There. Um, and then we'll usually uh, bounce around the Bible and and read a book at a time. Um, And I I really wish, I tell people all the time, like, I wish I met my wife five years ago, um, because it's so amazing to see the the fulfillment of of God's promise in in marriage, and to, to understand my relationship with God, you know, through my relationship with my wife and and to be inspired by Christ's unconditional love for me, you know, it, that's the example um, I'm trying my best to use in, in, in serving her and loving her unconditionally. So, I mean, it, the, I've got a long list of things. That, these things are bouncing around my head right now since I'm newly married. Um, but absolutely, we, we couldn't do it without uh, being really grounded in faith. And to all the single people out there, like, it really it, it really does make marriage so much uh, easier when, when you are aligned uh, in faith and you have the same, same spirit and heart for God.
0: And I'd love to know a bit of the story. So how did you meet your wife? We were both working. She, she worked
2: at a big news network in Houston, Texas, and my band was passing through and you know she was assigned to
1: interview the band.
2: And um, She had so much joy. When I walked in the room, her face. She was just glowing and i didn't I didn't know her at the time or know anything about her i didn't know if that joy you know was a godly joy, um, but I wanted to find out and uh I, I think a year and a month later we were married
0: oh that wow. is so cool
1: that is really cool we've actually got a, a new staff member here, and his story is really similar to yours. It was all to do with interviews and uh, and he married his wife uh i think it was uh, just in august gone by, so that's pretty cool stuff. And uh, what about your yeah. own musical influences? Have, have there any, been any particular artists, uh, Christian or, or secular, that have really influenced you as an artist yourself? Yeah,
2: um, both. I think my, one of my first concerts was DC Talk and Carmen.
0: Oh, yeah, now <laughs> oh. we're talking. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At the, I mean, the same night, and I think the next one was like Michael W. Smith and DC Talk. Um, me and Baron and Bo were huge D C Top fans. We would um we would have like the cross necklace and we even performed like a rap of one of their early songs called Heaven Bound. Uh, <laughs> oh, at our wow. church. On like on, on Super Bowl Sunday, you know <laughs> um,
0: we were we were like the halftime entertainment at the church. It, it <laughs> That's was, great. <laughs> Do you remember how that rap goes at all? <laughs> oh, uh, I do,
2: but like they're not here, so I, you know. Yeah. What am I gonna, what am I gonna do? He needs you need his buddies. You could
0: just do a little bit of it for <laughs> us, can you? How's it heaven bound. <laughs> yeah, heaven bound, heaven bound, Ooh, heaven bound. Yeah, cool, <laughs> awesome. It was uh, so eighties and awesome. Do you remember those stone baggy jeans that they were wearing and the the hat on sideways? That was so cool, weren't they? Hey. Do
2: Do I remember them? My yeah. mom. Made homemade ones because oh, they were you... cheaper. <laughs> nice. They were not as good <laughs> as the designer ones, but they they looked similar. Like they were, you know. <laughs> acid wise
0: <laughs> <laughs> well that is so cool and uh, just before we wrap up you know you were just sharing before about you know your devotionals that you and your wife have been doing and uh, you know is there might be people listening now that uh, need just a Bible verse or need you know something inspirational uh, to bless them today is there anything on your heart any Bible verse or anything on your heart from the Lord that you just want to share with Australia right now?
2: Yeah absolutely one of the one of the things that jumped out to me the other day um, my wife and I were reading in John and uh Pharisees were coming to question Jesus and, um, you know, were criticizing him, and what Jesus said to the criticism was eye-opening for me, because Jesus said, say what you will about me, but I'm not even going to listen to it because you're not speaking from a heart of God's love. And uh, it just sort of hit me that I wish, you know, I would have, someone would have told me that before I went to uh, the to public school, <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs>
2: you know, and got picked on and criticized and everything else that's so tough and, and everybody's dealing with it, even if, I mean, not, not just bullying, just, I mean, you work with people who, you know, uh, criticize you and sometimes not in a loving way. And it's our choice whether or not we decide to listen to that criticism or not. Um, so many times we do, but this to me presented a new standard or a new method for deciding what, what comes in and stays in and what goes right out the other ear.
1: Definitely uh, wise words there, Seth, and it's really been a pleasure to chat to you. Any exciting plans coming up in the near future?
2: Uh, The tour, Tour de Compadres. We're we're touring uh, with Matt Carney and Parachute and John Mark McMillan. It's going to be great.
0: Well, mate, hope the tour goes well, and uh, I love the new song, Happiness. Looking forward to hearing the full album. And, uh, mate, we reckon you're a history maker. Thanks so much for joining us, Seth. God bless. Yeah, thank you both.